Welcome to Always Andersonville, the podcast. I'm Sarah. And I'm Heather. Today we are joined by Pat Stazak, owner of Andersonville Physical Therapy and Wellness Center. Andersonville Physical Therapy is a community-based rehabilitation center that has been part of Chicago's Andersonville neighborhood since 1999. They are committed to providing patients with expert care in a professional healing environment at 5414 North Broadway. Welcome, Pat. Thanks for joining us. How are you today? I'm great. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. So tell us a little bit about yourself. What's your background? And did you always want to be a physical therapist? And how did you get your start? Actually, I started um, in the business world. I graduated from college with a business degree and became a bank examiner. Um, but I had a long history of playing sports and a lot of, and I had a lot of injuries. And when deciding to make a career change, I chose physical therapy. And you opened up Andersonville Physical Therapy in 1999. Was there a reason you opened your own practice at that time? Had you worked elsewhere before that? And just tell us about that experience of opening your own business. Um, I worked for two years at the University of Illinois at Chicago Hospital, and then for five years at the University of Chicago. And with that experience, um, with a wide variety of diagnoses, a lot of challenging cases, it made it comfortable for me, for me to consider opening up my own practice. It was actually kind of a whim. Um, some good friends of mine over at Chiropractic for Life, who have been in the neighborhood longer than me, would occasionally refer patients to me in my home, and I quickly realized how ridiculous that was going to be. And then I mentioned to the then owner of Cheetah Gym, David Wilshire, and I asked if I can rent a room. So I spent five years inside the Cheetah Gym renting a room um, and then found my own space after that. And correct me if I'm wrong on this, but you own the building on Broadway. Is that correct? I do own the building. Okay. I, I rented for four or five years, and um, I had told the owner that if he ever wanted to sell, um, let me know, and he did, and it just happened to all work out. So just from like an entrepreneurial standpoint, what has been your experience being a small business owner and an entrepreneur and a commercial property owner? It's kind of like the trifecta. Yeah, you know, it all started uh, really step by step. And um, again, when I was when I started it at Cheetah, part I was part time starting my practice part time and still working full time at the University of Chicago, and I built up slowly. As is often the case with women small business owners, I couldn't get a loan, so I used a credit card to start my business, um, and then. Over time, I realized there were advantages of being in a gym, but also disadvantages. And one of them was I wanted to work with colleagues again to um, work together to provide care to the community and learn. Um, So moving to a larger space and hiring other PTs has allowed me to do that. So like we mentioned, you're at 5414 North Broadway. Um, Can you tell us more about the facility and the practice itself and kind of the difference between your location compared to other physical therapy practices? Yeah. um, So that is a commercial mixed use building. And I was, um, as Sarah alluded to, very lucky to one, find the building because if anyone's ever looked, looked for commercial property, it is really at the whim of the owner and sometimes hard to find space. Um, and then again, having the opportunity to purchase the building 
we also got small business improvement fund funds to redo the building. So now I have um, a 2,400 square foot space that with four private treatment rooms and two gyms, and that's the ground floor that we use for physical therapy. And then above, there's two one-bedroom apartments. Um, the physical therapy clinic has grown into be a comprehensive provider of uh, physical therapy services to members of our community. We provide pelvic physical therapy, uh, women's health physical therapy, which is actually oftentimes hard to find a provider um, in that area. We offer dry needling. Um, we have therapists who have a background in Pilates. I also have you know, a couple Pilates certifications, a couple yoga certifications. We do dry needling. We do lymphedema. So we really do provide a, a very comprehensive uh, group of services to our community. And before we ask you more about your services, I want to take a nerdy break real quick just to talk about the SPIF program from kind of a city government standpoint. But you had mentioned that because um, a lot of people don't know about that program, the Small Business Improvement Fund, which utilizes TIF money um, to help small businesses build out um, renovate, do kind of brick and mortar type improvements to spaces. Um, and I think it's just really always so interesting to talk to people who utilize that program because I think we all as just, you know, Chicagoans read about TIFF in the newspapers a lot and like all the big projects that it's funding. Um, but we don't really hear the voices from the small business community who utilize that funding. And your space is so beautiful and large, too. Like it's a, mm -hmm. you know, that that's a, a big space to build out or renovate. So I don't necessarily have a question following well, up, but I'll, I just I'll wanted to take the, the opportunity to like mention I'll tell that you the story. Program. I mean, as a business owner, I, I it, it didn't seem like something that was accessible. But, um, you know, being a good neighbor, I was um, volunteering for Midsummer Fest in the money, money counting room. And um, I was encouraged by another um, board member um, to take advantage of it and apply for it. And um, I had got all the information I needed and I got it done. And it, it, it went through very quickly, six months or so. So it worked out really well. Because as a small business, I mean, we... We do a great job providing uh, care to the community, and we have grown over the years. But to be able to afford, you know, such a, a large chunk to rehab the building was probably unattainable. Well, it's a great testimonial, and um, good things happen if you volunteer at Midsummerfest, is <laughs> what you're saying. I guess that's what I'm <laughs> saying, Sarah. <laughs> Going back a little bit to about what kind of sets apart your facility um we noticed that you don't utilize aids or assistance so clients are treated the entire treatment time by a physical therapist is that right exactly and that is a, a, a huge difference between us and other physical therapy clinics all of our treatments with our patients are 45 minutes one-on-one -on -one with a licensed physical therapist we don't use aids or assistance um, and that allows us to continually reevaluate and educate and make sure we're on track um, for the patients reaching their goals. Um, many physical therapy clinics um, have a policy of double booking. Um, so uh, physical therapists in, in, you would say, a chain clinic typically see between two or four patients per day more than 
than our physical therapists, um, which makes, um, you know, consistently high quality care dif- more difficult to give. Our therapists at Andersonville Physical Therapy still work just as hard or it's, it's just not as frenetic. We're, we're focused, we're, we're always hustling, but, you know, we have time to process and think and communicate. You mentioned a little bit some of the techniques and services that you offer. You mentioned something called dry needling, which I don't know what that is. Can you talk about what that is and a few of the other techniques that you offer? Sure. Um, before I talk about dry needling, though, I do want to uh, mention um, that about 18 months ago, what has one of the things that has changed our practice is Illinois allowed for direct access with um, a physical therapist. So anyone can now come into a physical therapist and get an evaluation and treatment without a referral from a vi- physician, unless they're Medicare. Most insurances do not require an additional referral. So as long as you have health insurance, generally it is covered. It's a covered expense. So dry needling. Dry needling is um, a technique that became popular in the United States probably 10 or 15 years ago. It is game changing. It really can make, it's really a powerful healing technique that is used in professional sports. Um, It's called dry needling because you use the needle to um, perform the therapy as opposed to injecting medicine. So we use a a needle that's about the same size as an acupuncture needle, but you, it's more of a Western medicine philosophy. So the needle is almost used to massage the tissue. So you take a needle, whatever muscle is tighter and dysfunction, you put that needle in and out. And you can go as deep as you need to or in and out as many times as you need to. And it's, um, it's really powerful at making, you know, long-term tissue changes. And it sounds like that's for maybe really like rigorous athletes, people who are... It's for anyone who has having a hard time getting the results they want with their rehab. Um, it's, it's a little intense. So we always have to make sure we talk to patients about exactly what it is and what to expect, but it can be also really powerful at releasing chronically tight tissues and injuries. Why is physical therapy important to just overall well-being, and what are some of like the more common reasons why people usually seek treatment? Physical therapy, um, first of all, has come a long way since I started 25 years ago. Um, we now do a much, much better job than ever um, looking at the whole body. And that is certainly even more so the case now that we have direct access, because it used to be that someone would come in and say, I have a referral for shoulder pain and we could only treat their shoulder. But when you're treating their shoulder, you usually have to treat their neck and maybe, you know, their mid back, um, and so now it's, it's much more natural for us to look at everything together. And people come in to us mostly for orthopedic dysfunction. Um, so that can be back pain, knee pain, any kind of post-surgery. Again, we have people who come in for pelvic pain, um, pre and postpartum. Um, but generally, it's some kind of orthopedic, like body 
bone muscle tissue dysfunction. And now that direct access is available and an option, what would you say to people who might not have entertained the idea of physical therapy before, um, if they're kind of considering it, what would you say, you know, how to try it out? Or yes, you should come in if this is happening. Yeah, we talk about um, physical therapy is a good idea if for sure if they're having any type of pain um, that's persistent and, you know, they kind of can't get rid of with on their own. Um, sometimes before starting a new exercise program, just to make sure that you're strong enough and flexible enough to handle it. I think the important thing about physical therapy these days is wherever you go, you need to realize that you should be an active participant. It's really much more about learning what you can do to keep your body healthy and take care of yourself and accelerate healing if you do injure yourself, as opposed to what it used to be, which was more of a passive, you go to a physical therapy therapist and they tell you what to do. We, we, now, we still tell people what to do, but we also tell them why. We make sure whatever we teach them transfers over to actually functional tasks and life. And what might that look like? Do you send like um, information home with them and sure. kind of a guide of like what to do and a schedule or help them to build that yeah. themselves? Well, we have some automatic um, for every patient that we see, we have some automatic educational pieces that we send out. But we also have, um, you know, again, it's all coming very far. And so now our electronic medical record, which is where all our documentation is kept, um, it has a number of different pieces to it um, that make it easier for us to deliver care and track how we're doing. One of them, it has an outcomes piece. So a patient will fill out a reliable outcome measure based on their body part when they first start. And then when they, in, and, you know, then when we reevaluate and then we discharge so we can keep track of how we're doing, it helps them and it helps us. Um, we have also, which um, I'm finding to be very powerful, is a, a, a home exercise program application. So now our patients can download an app and we add exercises, which are videos, and a lot of, and some of those videos we've done in house because we didn't like the form that the the videos that were offered to us had. So we've done some videos in house, and um, plus we use what they have, and we use that as a medium to teach people again about how to do their exercises, how to hold themselves while they're in day to day life, or sitting in a computer, um, and just every educational piece we want to share with them. Yeah, I landed at your practice a couple months ago and had an amazing experience in my um, in my third pregnancy. And um, I loved it because the therapist I worked with would always like send me home with homework <laughs> and like the pictures and the videos. And I would be able to like log in and like see all those exercises, which was just so brilliant because right? Like you forget. <laughs> you forget. In the and appointment. Then, and, and then like, yeah, to go back and be able to refer to it. Right. And even after you're discharged, Sarah, if something comes up again, you can go back to do those exercises because you still have access to them forever. <laughs> Good reminder. Yeah. <laughs>
Well, speaking of videos, um, we were taking a look at your blog and you all just posted a video on how to perform an, an effective abdominal crunch. So what is the most common mistake people make when they are exercising? Well, it's funny you mentioned that because we posted that, that blog um, this week and we used an old video. And the reason is, is to me, it's almost become so simple on how to do an exercise correctly that I feel like I'm almost saying the same thing over and over. So I feel like I'm a little, uh, I don't have any creativity about what to do next. Because with every exercise or no matter what we're doing in life, again, whether we're, you know, sitting here talking at our, at our computer or doing exercises, we want to do the best we can lining ourselves up in what is called neutral. Um, every exercise instructor and physical therapist, everyone has a way to cue people to get them to get them in a certain position. But I think I really feel strongly that it would all be simplified if we could all just teach people how to stand up in a neutral position, which is basically the position where we're lined up where there's the least amount of wear and tear on our joints. When we're slumped, or we stand with one hip cocked, that's when we start getting these um, areas of our joints that are more stretched than uh, others or compressed. And that over time will lead to muscle imbalance and eventually to arthritis, which I've realized. And so as I was telling my staff uh, yesterday, I feel like I've come full circle because I didn't have injuries. Uh, I had a few injuries before I started as a physical therapist. And then I had more and more injuries. And um, over the last five years, I've had two partial knee replacements. And all of those injuries with the Pilates and the yoga and the rehab are fine, and, and the two stable knees now are finally unwinding. And I'm kind of getting more able to get back lined up the way I should be. Is, is neutral case by case for each person do you kind of have to like learn that then as what your neutral plumb line alignment is what we would call it and so it is really a gold standard not every single person has a perfect neutral plumb line because we all live our lives but we all do want to try to um, be as centered and balanced with our whole body and in each joint um, again, as we live our life. So if we think about it globally, we can think about kind of lengthening the top of our head to the sky as we're grounding into the earth. And then I always make sure that I tell people that they relax any, any place they hold tension, which we generally will do in our, our jaw, our shoulders, our hands, our butt, our toes, and that will pull us out of neutral. So we say lengthen towards the sky, ground into the earth, relax anywhere where you're holding tension, and then find your deep core muscles and then center yourself. So it really is kind of like visualizing your body kind of swaying back and forth until you find your center of gravity. Doing it right now. (laughs) (laughs) Like sitting here now. It sounds like something that you could maybe jot down and remind yourself periodically through the day. Well, every couple of minutes probably it takes a long time to make changes but if people um, put the time in you can make changes 
Another really interesting thing that we noticed on your blog was that you posted about Nordic walking. And given that we're a Swedish neighborhood, um, can you tell us a little bit more about what that is and why it's great for people to practice, especially those that might have balance problems, um, balance problems that are not caused by drinking too much clug, maybe? <laughs> Just natural balance so if you're um, walking out of Simon's, yep. <laughs> right. we're not going to call that Nordic walking. You could, I guess. Um, actually, Nordic walking, before I had two partial knee replacements, I had difficulty walking long distances. And um, I was online and I found um, a guy who did certification in Nordic walking. And he actually... Um, was working out of Venice Beach, and he is an Australian gentleman, and I can't remember his name, but he used to train with um, Arnold Schwarzenegger at Muscle Beach. So he was quite a character. But So I went out um, and got certified. Um, and I did so because, again, I it, it is an excellent way to make us quadruped or having four points of contact to the ground so you get more feedback. Um and it's also a really good way for upper body exercise. So I did it just because I kind of enjoy analyzing movement and I thought it would be a, a good way to teach some of my patients um, to be able to have a different way to exercise. These days, I do mostly use it for patients who need that extra balance. And um, we just want to try to get them to have some, you know, get some steps in, maybe walking on the lakefront, but they're not stable enough to do so otherwise. It is, oh, uh, maybe, I think the numbers were like 40% of people in Nordic countries do Nordic walking. It's not that popular here. You'll see a couple people um, with poles out and about. Well, we're in the month of January, so people have made their resolutions and are probably already breaking them or feel like they're backsliding. But just having been in this space, this health and wellness space and healing space for 25 years, and um, what would be maybe like your top one or two things that you would pass along to people who are really trying to um, make health and wellness their goal this year? I think we find that whatever you do has to be something that fits in with your lifestyle um, and that you enjoy. I would have people focus on um, finding activities they enjoy. Uh, cross training is key. Um, I currently mix spinning plus two days of gentle yoga plus two days of working out with a trainer. So you really want to vary your workout. And um, remembering that it is your workout and you have to follow what you think is best for your body uh, and not what any uh, trainer or instructor is telling you to do. I also just want to ask you, Pat, because you um, served on the Andersonville Chamber Board for many years and you just have been in this community for a long time. What has it meant to you um, to live and work here in Andersonville and how have you seen it change over the years? It's been such a wonderful community to land, both from a um, owner, homeowner perspective and um, having my business here. 
in my office and in the neighborhood, um, it, it is one small community where my patients run into each other all the time. And, and, um, just today I was, I rode my bike to, you know, a block south of here. Wait, it's like icy outside. You rode your bike today? Well, it's not really. Icy. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, it's just, it's so nice to be able to um, do business with everyone in the neighborhood from my, uh, from my bank to uh, people who provide health care for, uh, for my team. It's convenient. And um, Andersonville is wonderful. It's a privilege to provide care uh, to the members are, of our community. Well, thanks for sharing that. I think we, when we have, especially health and wellness practitioners on the podcast and trying to share the stories behind their professions and their businesses, um, a message that we always try to get out there about why Andersonville is so special and unique is that you don't have to go far for this really wonderful quality of life right here in our neighborhood. And so even to just take care of yourself is kind of at our doorstep. And so I think that that's, that's really wonderful to hear even just from your own perspective. Yeah. I, um, I think not only do we not have to go far, but I think we're really lucky to have um, the quality of care that Andersonville physical therapy in our system is able to provide Again, having 45-minute one-on-ones, uh, uh, visits with a physical therapist is atypical, and it is very valuable when you're trying to heal and, and learn more about taking care of yourself. Um, and now we've come to the point in our podcast um, where we ask the question we ask of all of our guests, um, which is, which Andersonville business would you want to trade places with for a day and why? Some people pick more than one, too. Really? Oh, interesting. Am I working there or do I get to eat there? <laughs> so that question's up for debate. <laughs> a lot of people say George's because I want to eat ice cream all day. And then, you know, the manager of George's is like, I work very hard all day. Uh-huh. But I think you can you can interpret as you see fit. I guess I'm just going to have to go that way. It would have to be Antiprima because then I can have, you know... A nice lunch, great dinner. That's a good one. Yes, it is. Yeah. It's been around for a long time, yeah. almost as long as Andersonville yeah. Physical Therapy. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you, Pat, for joining us today. And thank you for listening to Always Andersonville, the podcast. For more information about Andersonville Physical Therapy, please visit andersonvillept.com. Show notes on today's episode can be found at andersonville.org. Thanks. Always Andersonville, the podcast, is produced by the Andersonville Chamber of Commerce. Find episodes streaming weekly on iTunes and Podbean with show notes available at andersonville.org. 